0: me later. Hello and welcome to Transformational Thinking with the Hawk. Today's subject is going to be a good one. We're going to deal with African American men being raised in a home with an absentee father and how they can suffer lasting damage. The facts say that they are more likely to end up in poverty, to drop out of school, to become addicted to drugs, have a child out of wedlock, and even end up in prison. Today, we're going to talk about how it is to be raised in a home with a single parent and how to navigate through life and still have success that you want. Stay tuned. It's going to be a great show. Our special guest today is Jermaine. Jermaine is here to talk to us about what it's like to be raised in a home with an absentee father and the challenges that. He faced and how he overcomes and how to deal with those challenges moving forward. Well, welcome, Jermaine. We're so glad to have you as our special guest today. We're excited about having you and having you to share your story. Thanks for coming.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Glad to be here.
0: Wow. Well, let's get started. So, Jermaine, uh, why don't you just start by giving us a little background about who you are and how you were raised as a young man, uh, as a young African-American uh, male in a household with a single mom?
1: Uh, yes, sir. So um, I'm an actor. Um, I was raised here in Hampton, Virginia, Um yeah, uh being raised in a single parent home, it uh leaves much to be desired. Um there's a lot of things that you have to learn on your own um or from a, that a woman can't really teach a man, you know, um certain aspects that um it was tough. It was um it was definitely a, a tough situation. I was glad to have a support system of my grandparents there to uh pick up the slack, but um it definitely left some lasting Um, effects on me that I've, you know, uh, found recently um, through acting, which is crazy, not crazy, but crazy at the same time, that it took me that long to really, like, really let all the emotions and all these things affect me. Um, And I could kind of see it in my everyday life. Um,
0: Well, well, you know, it's it's amazing. The, The saying is that it takes a village to raise a... Child yes. and you have been very fortunate in from what I understand having some solid grandparents and a mom who really invested in you and helped you to navigate through those young years.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um it was it's definitely um my mother, my mother was very, very, um, very on it. She was she was scared, you know, she's like, I'm raising a boy. Uh, african-american boy at that um i'm gonna have to prepare you the best i can and the best i know how to so um it it definitely um was a lot on her um and definitely some learning curves and you know we parents don't always get it right and i I just want to take those things that i learned from my upbringing and and instill them in my children and try to do things differently
0: Great, great. Now, what was it like? Um, did you have those experiences where your dad could have been in your life and for some reason or whatever the reason was, he, um, and 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 not being judgmental, but, you know, you never know what other people have going on in their own personal life that keeps them from uh, their children. But can you talk about some of the experiences you had um, in terms of, what that relationship looked like
1: Definitely, definitely And I want to say that um, he He's a great person Like he'll give you the shirt off his back Like he's a great person But he didn't know how to translate that Into fatherhood um, So I, I definitely would just want to You know, throw it out there Like you can definitely be a great person And like it, it kind of Removes itself from Motherhood and fatherhood But I feel uh, you Yeah <laughs> Yeah, but um, Yeah, so um, Like the earliest memories Um Well, from what my mom told me and then just, like, going back and from the earliest memories of what I remember, um, it would be times where he would, you know, um, call, say he was coming to get me, and uh, every time it was like clockwork, something would come up, something would come up, and then my mom would try to get me undressed and be like, yo, he's not coming, and I'm like, no, he's coming, he's coming, and uh, I I would end up crying myself to sleep, and... um, Definitely, I, I don't remember all those emotions, emotions in right. those moments, but um, I know that it definitely brought a lot of sadness. Um, I was I was more so hurt than angry, and I always kind of longed for like that father figure. That's why I kind of relied on my uh, grandfather a
0: lot. So, what would you describe the emotion? I know I know it's probably going to be disappointment, mm-hmm. but. Anything else, you know, in terms of okay, you're sitting there time after time, you're looking for, you're excited, you're saying in your mind, I guess this time is going to be different. This time, uh, he's going to come through. And when that does not happen, what?
1: Uh, yeah, um, I remember after a while, like it, it was, it's crazy because, like, at such a young age, I had already developed, oh, He ain't coming You know Like it was one of those things Like 11 years old Like yeah My dad's not coming Or one of those things Um And I think the main emotion Was yeah Definitely like frustration And sadness And um A little bit of It it was kind of Tough pills to swallow When you see like Other kids And with their Their fathers In their lives Especially Mm -hmm. athletes And I was I was an athlete Um (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, hearing that my father was such a great athlete And, like, could have got all the way And you hear all these stories And it's like, dude, like, why aren't you here? I'm I'm literally following in those footsteps I had to do everything myself You know, mom had to pay for trainers I ended up training myself mostly Had to, you know, grind and get a scholarship Basically myself, you know And I felt like it shouldn't have been that hard But then, it, you know, it gave me a work ethic So...
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's the great, see, that's why I love your attitude, because I think that everybody is not ever, nobody's ever dealt a perfect hand. But it's the approach, the mentality you take when the deck seems to be stacked against you, how you internalize your hurt and how you use it in a positive way. And I, I think I hear that coming out of you that you you can realize and recognize as a young African-American man that sometimes not having that person to lean on makes you stand up and mm-hmm. makes you stronger yes. and makes you more committed to your own personal success. What, what do you think about that?
1: No, I, I definitely think that's very true. Um, in a lot of ways, um, I think that... Him not being there is going to show me what to do when I'm there and want to be present in my kids' lives because I know how it feels to not have a father in my life as much as I'd like. So then, like, I can reverse the pattern and, you know, be like, okay, I'm going to be here. I'm going to make every game. I'm going to do, you know, everything with my kids. I'm going to make sure they have the most comfortable and, you know, great upbringing that they can have, you know, within my means or whatever I can do. Um, and I think that's like one of the biggest lessons I've taken from it, honestly.
0: Well, you know, I, I, I can share my experience. I was raised in a household with both my parents. Mm. It was more of a traditional household. My dad came home every day. But here's what I want to say to people. You can have, and this has been my experience, you can have your father right there in the house. But if he's not engaged, if he's mm. not connected, if he's not able to hug you and say I love you and not able to nurture you as from a man's perspective, pretty much that could cause the same outcomes as it has caused people who don't have uh, a parent, a father in the home, especially as African-American young men. And so what do you think kept you from being another statistic?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That's a great question. Um, I definitely say just, um, like education was, um, pounded into my head at a young age. I remember being in like sixth grade and looking at, um, colleges with my grandfather. Like it was just like, you know, they're like, okay, you're going to go to the private schools. You're going to go to all these schools. You're going to, you know, push and strive and, you know, coming from a family where, um, you know, both of my grandparents were college graduates. Uh, there, there was big pressure there because then it kind of skipped my uncle. My mother, they didn't finish. So then, like, they put all that pressure me. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so it was just, the, I think, them, like, pushing me. And then, like, karate really helped, too. It gave me discipline and also, like, manners. And then, I don't know, just being able to interact with different people and be respectful. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just... I, I never really
0: so let me ask you this mm-hmm. so you never felt the pressure to look for acceptance from men on the street or um, games were not appealing or uh situations where you would look for that mm-hmm. affection out of a female or. To be a part Of a crowd Or a group of people Was that ever A temptation for you Or was that ever Something you dealt with Um, Not really And it's
1: crazy Because I was surrounded By people who were um, In gangs and everything But it wasn't really My type of thing I was like a sports Like I was more Like by myself And like my mother Like she was not Going for it at all Like I'm talking about (laughs) She was not having it Um, and, And it was a good thing I was a homebody I was never really never really wanted to be out there and like she just always like they my grandparents and my mother they just always told me like even if you're on like a different path and you have to walk alone walk that path alone because it's worth it than being in the crowd and they were like always be different, always be different. And that even went to my wardrobe when I was in high school. So it was like yeah, yeah. it was crazy.
0: Well I noticed, you know, and I, I I'd say one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life, believe it or not, is When I take my son to the barbershop and when I see other dads, you know, bringing their children, their young sons into the barbershop to get haircuts with them. And then I see some fathers, how they 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 struggle with their children because some of their children may be uh, have handicaps or whatever the case may be. And I say, you know what? Nobody ever really sees that we get all of this stigma about you know men being absent and men not doing their job and the tragedy of that but i'm here to tell you it's it's still an opportunity that we see many men engage and where you didn't have to have your father there of course i'm sure your grandfather you know, made sure you got your hair cut, made sure you were able to learn some of the manly things. What would you tell other young men out there that may be struggling? They, 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 they hurt. They're looking for acceptance. They're looking for somebody that they can belong, somewhere they can belong. And the only thing they're seeing is, you know, if I get into the game, if I get into the rap game, if I get into this group of people, I can find acceptance, and and I find out, and uh, that many times gangs are made up of young men who come from absentee fathers who are looking to be a part of something that they can call family or they can call their their group that they can get acceptance and validation from.
1: For sure, um, I'd say um, I, being on the west coast, um, I've interacted with. Uh, quite a few members on in the West Coast uh, in my adult years, and um, them just telling me stories like that's not the validation you want. Like it, it seems like a brotherhood on the outside looking in, but um, the stories I've heard, it's any it's far from it. anything but a you know brotherhood. And I feel like you have to be comfortable and accept yourself. Um, that's just something that I was just always. In my, in my head about like, okay, I'm I'm good with myself And I'm still learning myself, but I'm good I love who I am, you know I might, you know, have these little up and down moments Where I'm not the most confident But I, I do love myself and I love my own company And I can validate myself enough to know that You know, it's okay I'm gonna find the right people around me I don't have to go into these negative things And, and, and you know, indulge in other things and bad things that are going to ultimately harm me and not behoove me. So,
0: Well, I think here's the solution. One of the steps that I want to bring out on this particular show is that, first of all, if you dwell on what's absent, mm. you will never see what is available. Mm, you yeah. could have gotten into a real dark place Dwelling on the fact that you've been disappointed, dwelling on the fact, how can my dad not be here for me? Dwelling on the fact that there were many times he missed great events and things in your life that you wish to God he would have been there for. But at the same time, you still, as a young person, have to have the ability to see what you have. Get a mentor. Look up to a teacher that takes interest in you. There's a boys' club, or their uncles, or their like. In your case, grandparents that step in, and if you will embrace uh, their love and their affection for you, it doesn't take the whole out of your heart. I would suppose, but it does give you uh, what you need to. Ex, you know, make it through and 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 do some powerful things with your life. So let's talk about that for a minute. Um, add add you,
1: on to something really cool, sure, that. like you know. that. That was that was awesome, and I, I I love what you said about mentors because I I, <laughs> I forgot all about it. Like that's something that my mother like strove like strived to like put in my life because she said she she would always say, "I'm not a man. I can't teach you how to be a man." so she would try to find like mentors i know my uh, grandfather he's a mason so there was like this uh young there was like these younger uh masons and they'd have like bringing young men and uh they take us places and like mentor us and then you know that led me to you know being in high school and i found you know met my godfather and He's been a, a great spiritual leader, a great man in my life as well, and has you know kept me and steered me in the right path, as, as well as like a big brother of mine that I met in eighth grade playing ball. You know, wow. while he was in college. So yeah, I, I definitely say like mentors, mentors, mentors are are everything. Because like there's been times where I'm not gonna lie, I've, I've wanted to go off the deep end on some things, and it's just. I called him up. I'm like, I need some, I need some sense right now. Because if I don't, I'm going to do something I could regret. Yeah, I could spend the rest of my life in prison. Like, yeah, I've, I've definitely had th- those conversations where it's like, okay, um, before I fly off the handle, let me call them real quick because I don't want 30 seconds. You know to be to ruin the rest of my life,
0: yeah, and I think that is a wonderful statement, and I think that this is so important for us to bring out and make drive home is if you are willing to see what is available to you and and not allow what is absent to just overwhelm you and take over your life, and you're willing to step into that place of accountability. Mm. Now, I hear you saying another word that I always use, and I I love what you said, and that is, brings me to the next step, accountability. You had somebody you could trust, somebody you could be accountable to, and you could trust that they would give you sound advice, and you were willing to accept that advice because you trusted that. Definitely. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um if I may, I can, all right. Yeah. So, uh, there was an incident, um, with my mother and, um, yeah, something that happened. And so with my stepdad and I was ready to, you know, fly off the handle. It, it was, it was going to be bad, you know? And, um, first thing I do is I, I call my uh, goddad. I'm like, uh, look, dad, I got to talk to you. Um, Something's going on. I know how I want to handle it, how I'm going to handle it in this moment. But I I want you to talk me down, because if I don't, then I'm going to either spend the rest of my life in jail or I'm never going to forget what I did. And so, you know, he talked to me. uh, We talked for a good couple hours. And then I called my big brother. Uh, who I met in eighth grade, who has been like a basketball and just a spiritual mentor as well. And he's talking to me. He's like, "Okay, so you do this, you do that. Then what about this? What about this? And, you know, showing me different outcomes of, you know, my actions and situations I didn't think about. So it's like I, I was definitely just appreciative to have, Those two people in my life, because if I I didn't, you know, I I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you today. Right.
0: And that is one of the key elements why so many of our young African-American brothers are in these situations, drugs, gangs, jail, dead, because they did not connect with someone that could lead them down the right path. And it's so easy to do because all of us as young men, we're looking for acceptance. Mm. And 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 look, the odds are already against us when we're born. Right, It's yes. already calculated that we are going to be in one of those places. And very few of us have been given the chance to say, hey, this guy is going to be a great kid. He's going to be a great man. He's going to be successful. And I don't think that we... Put enough light on that Mm -hmm. And I'm glad to have you here today So that you can say To these young men Who may be getting ready To make bad decisions Or you can say to a mom Listen, I was raised by a mom And let me tell you You can do this With uh, bringing other relatives Or cousins Or grandfathers Or uncles Or whoever those men are That you can find Into your son's life At an early age and allow them to privilege of working with that child. What what would you say to these young men that are, you know, in that valley of decision and feeling unwanted and unloved and not knowing how to deal with that anger and that hurt?
1: Uh, Yeah, Um, man, that's that's a great question. Um, Just know that there's there's always, always, always outlets. Um, I've I've felt more so not alone, but like sadness and like, like, nobody understands me. There's people out here who have been through it. You're not the, this isn't no one's like, this isn't the first time around. No, one, <laughs> sorry. This isn't, you know, the first rodeo that a human being has ever done. Like someone's been in your shoes That's before, right. you know? So, um, there's help. There's ample amount of help. Just like, please seek it out. Um, there, there are resources, um, whether it's guidance counselors If you want to open up to them And they find you the resources Or there's just places There's there's a plethora of places For young men Especially black men um, To just um, involve themselves and, and help them out of these dark places For sure
0: Don't be afraid to ask for help mm-hmm. Mothers, single mothers Listen to me There are ways and means To make sure your son Has substantial support that he needs in order to grow up and be uh, an effective person, be a great person, be a great man, be a great husband someday, a great father. And so we want to encourage you that we want to just make this program an opportunity to say some things that will Encourage single moms uh, that will encourage young men that you don't have to continue down the same path uh, that others have traveled and end up with a life full of tragedy, death, and destruction. You can change the course of your life right now by making a decision to Put yourself in a relationship with somebody who's going to hurt your feelings, tell you what you don't want to hear, tell you the truth, Mm -hmm. and love you in spite of your flaws, you can make it. And so we want to encourage uh, young men and single mothers to uh, make a decision to commit to finding those people, mentors, teachers, uh, sports, Athletic. Sometimes the coach becomes a great mentor for a young man and will help him stay on the path. So let me ask you this. What and how did you adjust in terms of trying to build a relationship with your father in spite of what went down as a young man? Wow, that's
1: a that's a great question. Um. It, it just like now we talk more. Um, I'm grown now, so um, we we have more conversation. Um, I still have yet to have the conversation I want to have right. with him. Um, it definitely needs to happen. Just to you know, finally, just be like, "Yo, this is how I feel." You know, it might not change anything. It might change something. You know, but just to just as a man. You know, talk to my father and be like, this is how I felt all these years when you weren't there. Like, I wanted you there, you know, and just to have that conversation. um, Well,
0: when you have that conversation, make sure you do. I would suggest that you would make sure, and I tell young men this all the time, I want you to make sure that you are open to see his pain, Mm. open to understand where he was when he did what he did. Um, so many of us make mistakes as young fathers. And I know as a young father, I was a father at 23, I made so many mistakes, man, because I didn't know how. You know, I was just doing what I thought. And as I became older, I regretted some of the decisions that I made and some of the things that I did or did not do with my my uh, older children. And so... That father needs uh, a break. Mm-hmm. He needs, sure. you know, just like you want him to understand you and how you felt. Make sure you take the time to say now, help me understand what you went through and what was your mindset and what was going on with you. Because if you can understand, you can. You, it's easier for you to forgive. For sure. For right. For sure. Because, as parents, we're gonna need some forgiveness. <laughs> you know That's we're right. gonna blow it. Nobody has this uh this art of fatherhood or motherhood down to a science or you know the first all. couple of kids we'd be experimenting <laughs> on you know <laughs> so, you know at the end yes. of the day uh for you to do that, I think. For you to be able to do that And I think that conversation is so Important The sooner the better Because I believe it will release you With a new freedom uh, It will help heal Some things that have not quite Healed yet and I think it will really Help you to focus On your acting mm. and, and and have that, that Energy that you need To go ahead on out there and 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 do what you do. Definitely. Yeah, because I'm gonna get your autograph because I, I, you know <laughs> when you blow up, I want everybody to know. I know Jermaine. I know this guy, and uh, I had my one of my first interviews with him. But uh, so I would suggest that. It's always healing and being open to forgive.
1: Yes, Amen. One thing. Yes. I, I just want to add right therapy. Um, Therapy is super important. It's a stigma in the black community, but it is super important. It doesn't mean like you you have issues. Everyone has issues. Everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not like your issue is bigger than someone else's. We all deal with things differently. We all have our battles and obstacles. So, therapy, therapy, therapy.
0: Yes, stop making therapy and counseling about being weak because it really is not being weak, it's about being strong enough. To face your failures, face your weaknesses, face those things that you're dealing with and having somebody in your life that can walk with you through it and help you overcome it. Did you hear what Jermaine said? Get therapy, get counseling and stop making uh, counseling and therapy a, a taboo among especially african-american young men now a a lot of african-american women will go to counseling or therapy but the brothers brothers that ego and 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 so how to talk about how therapy helped you and 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 some of the benefits to you before we go
1: so so yeah for sure um my therapy session actually happened in acting class like we'd have like therapy in acting class it's crazy but like so we we'd be doing scenes and um they'd be like so why do you have a block like for me um i had trouble early on um really getting angry and yelling and then like my teacher stops breaks it down she's like okay let's think about uh why in your past why can't you get upset and then popped in my head oh i've gone to predominantly white schools all my life I had to hold back a lot of my emotions cuz I didn't want to seem like the aggressive angry black guy. And even aggressive like hearing the word aggressive triggers me still, right. you know. So it's like one of those things where we're we're just sitting and talking and like we'll go through scenes and we'll stop and we'll be like okay, so why is there a block right here? Why can't you get to this point that you need to get to? Go back in your memory. Where in your childhood did this happen or that happen? And, like, that, it, it was beautiful. It had so many breakthroughs like
0: that. Man, that is so important. I want to say something else as as we are getting ready to, uh, you know, close out. But so many of us bring that hurt, wounded child into an adulthood, and we never deal with him as adults. Yes. Now, you know, we put the pressure on our parents as adults to deal with us. But we never come to the place as adults to correct and fix that kid.
1: Yes. Right? No, and so
0: people do not realize how much their their young history as a young person and their past plays into how they're going to navigate into their future. And you brought out a very powerful point that until you go back and address that, and overcome those things as an adult they keep you blocked. So so I'm excited because I'm looking at somebody that is I believe is going to have great success in whatever you pursue thank you, because thank you. you are open to heal and open to deal with those issues and open to have the conversations that you need to have and I believe that you're open to hear and to give some mercy and some grace. Definitely,
1: your dad <laughs> yeah for sure
0: all for right sure but this has been awesome jermaine this has been a wonderful uh, conversation a wonderful episode and we want you out there that are listening to uh, receive and get the benefit of all that is being said in this session hope that you have gotten a lot i did I am so blessed to have uh, Jermaine here and this conversation is much needed all over this country and the world. We believe in young black uh, America and we believe that there's hope for our children and we are not going to stop. Until we make a difference. Thank you so much, Jermaine, for no, joining us. Thank we you. appreciate you and look forward to having a conversation down the road again. One, once you become this great actor, I gotta have you to come back and uh, and uh, share how your experience is moving forward.
1: Definitely, we'll do that. We'll do that.
0: Thanks again.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: Listen, young African American, remember that parents are human too. They make mistakes. Your key is learning how to understand and forgive, and know that forgiveness and mercy releases you to the destiny that you desire to have as an adult. One day you're going to have kids, and don't forget, you're going to make some mistakes too. Thank you so much for joining us today for this conversation. Let us know how you benefited from today's episode. You can follow me at Hawkin Solutions, Facebook, Instagram, hawkinsolutions.org. We're grateful for this platform on the Alive Podcast Network. Music by Audio Vibes. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. We hope you've benefited from this show. And remember... You have the ability to change the trajectory of your life through transformational thinking. Have a great day. See you next time.